KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Post Game Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. The last time these two teams played, the Oklahoma City Thunder got the best of the Milwaukee Bucks in the Chesapeake Energy Arena. Tonight, there would be no such nonsense. The Milwaukee Bucks return to form. They snap a five-game losing streak, topping the Thunder 98-85. to This is your franchise first Take Thunder post-game show. I am Ryan Chapman, joined tonight by the lovely and talented Christine Butterfield. Christine, how are you? Oh, I'm doing swell. You're doing swell. We're also joined by the even lovelier and even more talented Matt yeah. Burton, who is working hard, working yeah. extra time to even get us on the air. Shout out, Matt. Shout out, Scott. We appreciate everyone. It's great. You love it when things work after you think it's uh, if you, after you think it's going to be a complicated fix, and it turns out to be just the easiest fix of all time. Matt, so thank you to Scott. Did you uh, unplug it and plug it back in? Uh, basically, did you turn it on and that's off and basically then turn it back on again? exactly what hap- what was wrong with it? And uh, so, thank you, Scott. Uh, sorry for Scott for calling so late. Scott is a real one. He is. He is. He is always on call for all of our problems. And you know what? Maybe what the Thunder need to do is unplug their shooting and plug it back in because they did not have any luck this evening. Like we said, ninety-eight to eighty-five. The Thunder were losers tonight. And guys, their three-point shooting was dreadful. Twelve of forty from downtown. Their field goal shooting only thirty-six and a half percent. 31 of 85 they got clowned on the boards it it was just one of those nights where the milwaukee bucks came out and said look we are going to assert our dominance we are going to be the more physical team did it always pay off for them in the first quarter no but the bucks just played suffocating defense wore the thunder down and christine uh there there was not much going for oklahoma city on offense all night long no Exactly. There was nothing going on for them all night long. They played probably the most consistent basketball that we've seen to date through four quarters because first quarter they scored 20 points. Second quarter they scored 22 points. Third quarter they scored 20 points. Fourth quarter they scored 23 points. Like That is the most consistent scoring game they've had all season, and it wasn't great. You also have to factor in the fact that Shea Gilgis Alexander only scored 14 points tonight. And we're used to seeing him averaging around 20 to 25 points per night. So when you're looking at the final score and not really seeing a effective leader in the in scoring efficiency, and you have to look at Shea Gilgis Alexander's performance and see that he only scored 14 points way below his average, a lot of that probably falls on him, especially when we're used to seeing him be so strong in the clutch moments in the final quarter of the game and he just couldn't seem to get those shots to fall tonight well there were no clutch moments to be had tonight because the game was in hand but you mentioned christine very inefficient night from really all the starters sans teo maladon um you mentioned you know shea 14 points on three of 12 shooting you go down the line though al horford only had 10 points four of 14 for him tonight lou dort another performance where yeah he, he had 17 points he got to the free throw line he hit a few threes but 
six of 16 from the field. Like, I do not ever want to see Lou Dort shooting 16 shots. I don't care how open he is. That's just not a recipe for success for this Thunder team. So, and then to finish it out, Darius Baisley only six points on two of seven shooting, which is kind of surprising, Matt, because both of his shots came from deep. He hit those early, and we thought, okay, Baisley got it going from deep early. Maybe this could be a big night for him. But unfortunately, in the end, those would be the only two shots he made. Yeah, Baisley, uh, man. Guys, I, I, I'm I'm probably the highest out of anyone on on Darius Baisley on this show, um, but sometimes, man, sometimes it, it gets it gets tough. But I have to I remember. Mean most times, I have to remember he can't even legally drink a, a an alcoholic beverage in this country. That's fair yet. in this country yet, um, guys. His I've, I think I've figured it out a little bit. His his touch. He does not have good touch around the basket at all. It's still a little, uh, let's say, Hamadou Diallo esque. Where he kind of just throws it at the basket sometimes, and right? There's no, there's no finesse, there's no touch to it yet. But um, now Darius Baisley, it's it's one of those games. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. What can I say? Well, and, and I think to a certain extent too, you saw, we wondered coming into this game, Bucks losers of five straight, um, uh, including a, a really bad back to back losses to Toronto, which in itself not really a bad thing, but considering how they play, just lackadaisically. Uh, you're just like, how is this supposed to be one of the, the best regular season teams in the league? It's supposed to be the class of the Eastern Conference, especially in that regular season. And it just wasn't going for him. Tonight, I think Giannis came out and just simply said, not tonight. I am going to be the MVP that I am. Go out. And Giannis, it was just 29 points, 10 of 20 from the field. Got to the free throw line, 8 of 10. 19 boards, a monster double-double. He almost repeated his triple-double performance. He was two assists away. And it was one of those things where I think, Christina, it was as simple as, tonight Giannis came out and said, I am better than every single one of these people. Al Horford is not going to check me. Darius Baisley is not going to check me. I'm going to get mine, and I'm going to will this team to victory. And I think he was incredibly effective. Yeah, when you have someone of Giannis's size, his length and his wingspan... It's it's just almost impossible to guard someone, you know, and you can't even make the argument about Lou Dort because just that size difference is just too much to ignore. So that's like what you said, Ryan, with Al Horford and Darius Baisley. He's they're not going to stand a chance against someone like Giannis down deep. And I even talked to Matt Burton about this. There was um, an inbounds play where they just popped a really high pass into the paint. Giannis jumped up and put a really quick bucket up there and I was like yeah no one's touching that easiest game plan ever just get the ball to Giannis and when he has a game like he did tonight like you said Ryan 29 points and not just 29 points like 19 rebounds is insane it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot lot. and he got and he got on the other side of the ball too he got three blocks tonight and I love a guy that can go 80% from the free throw. Like, that's just a really underrated stat, I think, from Giannis tonight. Like, going 80% from the free throw line, showing that you can, you know, stay calm in those moments and make those easy points for the team. I mean, it's just really hard to ignore. So when you're playing against someone like Giannis, you know that this is going to be the output of the game. Yeah, and when Giannis does that, it frees up everybody else. We saw Chris Middleton. He also had a great night, 20 points, 7 of 18 shooting for the Bucks, number two there. And Matt, like I really felt like, obviously, the Bucks are the more talented team. That's not breaking news. I'm not you know, having any earth-shattering revelations. And coming into the game, I was thinking, okay, the... Th- 
it, this is more on what the Bucks want to do because if both teams go out there and play their A game, hell, if both teams go out there and the Thunder play their A game and the Bucks play their B game, Milwaukee's going to have a comfortable victory. And so it was one of those things of the Thunder coming off of just really running out of gas in Memphis. You, you thought the Thunder were going to come out in the first quarter and they were going to want to assert themselves. Milwaukee on a five-game losing streak, they are going to want to come out and be the aggressors as well. And all of a sudden, it was kind of a little weird because the Thunder come out 20-16 to 16 after the first quarter. You're going, okay, they're, they're not really having a great shooting performance from anyone except for Baisley, like we said. They haven't really even kicked it into gear yet, and they're kind of doing that thing where they come out, are more physical, they're the aggressor, and they make teams decide if they want to get into a scrap with one of these Western Conference teams. And then, Matt, the Bucks just turned it on. They hit that second gear, big 30-point second quarter, and the defense just evaporated for the Thunder. Yeah, those those second and third quarters, I mean, that's rough. That's rough. Getting outscored 20 uh, by 20 in total in those two quarters, that's, just, that's, that's tough. And honestly, that third quarter, the first, what, nine minutes of that quarter, the Thunder had scored like eight points or yeah, it something. Was like, it was 18-4. Like, it was, it was bad. Absolutely the four. It was yeah. bad. I think, I think with like five minutes left, I talked to you guys. I was like, have they scored this quarter? Because yeah. And they had scored like three points yeah. in that quarter. So um, that's tough. And Ryan, what you were saying about how Giannis was like, okay, Horford's not going to check me. Baisley's not going to check me. Uh, 19 rebounds, that tells me that uh, these guys aren't out rebound. I'm going to go grab every re- every rebound that I can, and no one's going to stop me. That's I mean, uh, Thunder got out rebounded by 15 tonight, um, and really, just you're not going to win. You're not going to win many games whenever Shea Gilgis Alexander, your best player, your most talented player, is taking the third most shots on your team. Yeah, I mean, Darius Baisley and Al Horford both had five rebounds each. Like when you are yeah, the tallest players good. on your team, not that's good. not a good showing by you. So yeah, that's that's Giannis saying I'm gonna grab all these boards and no one's gonna stop me. And that's uh, that's also them being like, you know what? Yeah, Giannis, you can you can go ahead and get that ball. We're just gonna go back on defense real quick. Thank you. Very but much. here, guys, we like to take the good with the bad, no matter how hard it is. So let's talk about the good first. Let's get into our player of the game. Now, the Franchise Thunder Player of the Game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. And we are chivalrous gentlemen here. Ladies, go first on this one. Congratulations, Christine. Who is your Player of the Game for Los Oklahoma City Thunder? Thank you for letting me go first. I think Brady got rid of just, or got tired of me. Don't wear it out. Yeah. Uh, better, just better go now. Perform now. Okay, great. We might get bored. So I'm going to go with... Isaiah Roby. Okay. You know, he only had 10 points tonight for the Thunder, but he got into double digits, which is something that he doesn't necessarily get night in and night out. And he was very efficient from the field. He was 4-5 tonight. Also got seven rebounds, so he out-rebounded the two tallest starters for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I thought he had a pretty good showing against this Bucks team. He showed a little ability to stretch the floor, too, mm-hmm. which is, that's that's a part of the game that hasn't really, we haven't seen him develop it, just because I think he's still getting his feet under him as an NBA player but uh with, with Roby's size he's gonna have to fit that you know stretch five mold so uh, a good showing from Roby Matt do you have Roby as your player of the game tonight or are you going elsewhere um my player of the game oh geez this was know, this is an ugly game this is it's tough <laughs> yeah only scoring 85 points and shooting 36 percent from the field uh not a whole lot of people it's a large yikes not a whole lot of people can get it uh Jeez, got? I guess Lou Dort. I don't, I don't know. I guess Lou Dort, 17 points, leading scorer. Uh, 
He did foul a three-point shooter, <laughs> Chris, no, which is, no. I mean, that's one of my yeah, biggest pet peeves. Cardinal that's, sin. Exactly. That's a huge pet peeve. Maybe my number one. You don't foul three-point shooter. You did that to Chris Middleton. Jeez, uh, I don't know. Give me Lou Dort. Who, Look, but it's really nobody. Uh, yeah, it's really no <laughs> it's one. It's really no one. I'll take Taylor Maldon, and here's why. Okay. Because the Thunder, like we said, at one point it was 18-4 to in the third quarter. It was really getting away from Oklahoma City. And Teo and a lot of those second-unit guys, they were the ones that kind of started that little run run to make the third quarter seem respectable mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, obviously, the Bucks that's where they really extended it and put this game out, but uh, I like that Teo was the one that said, look, things are going bad. It's chaos all around us. I'm going to grab life by the horns today. I'm, I'm going to be that guy uh, to lead it. But we said good with the bad. There was plenty of bad, so let's just get into the part that you've all been waiting for. Matt, hit the space bar. We're good! Tanking! Tanking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! Christine, you had your moment. You're going last. I knew it. You're going last. I knew it. We let we <laughs> let you go first on the harder one. <laughs> right. Chivalry. Thank you so much, Matt. Who's your tank commander of the game? Okay, give me Mike Muscala. Oh, give me Mike okay. Muscala. Take. Mr. Jump Rope. Uh, Mr. Yes, yes. Uh, we were joking, but also maybe kind of serious. Were the Bucks? Did they just cut back? They don't have stationary bikes. Are they making some cuts on uh, some, some budget, on budget cuts? cuts yeah. So I remember taking out the stationary bikes, put in some jump rope. I remember seeing a story about how right when everything shut down, uh, Milwaukee realized that not a lot of their guys have a home gym or a ton of space. They basically right. like broke down their weight room. And started shipping it to the various, you know, installing oh, in their homes. There you go. Oh, okay. And so I wonder if no one just gave it back. Like, Giannis still has two stationary bikes. He's just not bringing it back to the facility. Yeah. That's also, good, but- jump ropes are very, like... You can travel with them a lot That's easier than you would a stationary bike. So. But uh, Mike Muscala, 0 for 6 from the three-point line. Um, man, that's uh, that's why the Thunder got you. That's why the Thunder got you, is to hit those three-point shots. And uh, 0 for 6, big yikes. But, hey, Mike, it could have been anyone else, too. So, like don't that. yeah, don't take it too hard. No one really shot well. I guess Darius basically did, but no one else really shot well from deep. Christine, who is your tank commander of the game? Give me Justin Jackson. Oh, no! I feel like he, for the past couple of games, has actually been pretty impressive shooting-wise. I mean, he um, definitely exceeded expectations that I had for him. And so tonight, by comparison, only shooting literally two points, he was one of two. Yeah, but he only had six, only had minutes. six minutes. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. He only had six minutes. Come on. Uh, so here's here's my take around the game. And game management? Sorry, continue. Uh, We're saving it, Justin Jackson for, for the games that are important. Yeah, uh, it's, it's Kenny Hustle. It. Uh, Kenrich Williams, uh, another night where he got plenty of minutes, 19 minutes, and then he only had four rebounds, or five rebounds total, and, and four points. This is a guy that we know the level of effort that he brings, and that's never going to be a question, but at, at some point, everyone's available. So you can't just have empty minutes out there. And this is almost a Mark Dagnall thing. I was going to say, because I was listening to you and Jerry Ramsey oh, on the you. franchise today. And that's here. That's this room. Yeah, that's uh, what we're doing right now. And uh, 
he also was talking about Mark Dagnall's game management with having Kendrick Williams play, I think it was 24 minutes, and was just very ineffective shooting-wise from that. Yeah. And, and then again tonight, he plays 19 and also doesn't, you know, shoot well from the floor. So, yeah, you know, where are you going to go from that? It's another thing, and that's why, you know, Justin Jackson should not have got six minutes tonight. If Kendrick Williams is not going to go out there and be effective with his minutes then you have to you have to be willing to pull the plug and just say he doesn't have it tonight. We've got a full complement. Let, let's throw someone else out there and see if they've got it. Because if not, you're in the same place that you would have been. But if they have something, you've got a little spark there. So that was our tank commander of the game. Christine, you spoke of the devil, Jerry Ramsey. We're going to say his name one more time. And magically, just like that, he will appear up next, keep it locked in right here. You're listening to the First Take Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show. Presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. We are not cats, but... There is a man who likes stat cats, and we will talk to him here in a second. That is Jerry Ramsey, who will be joining us here on the First Take Thunder Post Game Show. I'm Ryan Chapman, alongside Christine Butterfield and Matt Burton. The Thunder losers tonight in Milwaukee, 98 to 85. We've done it, guys. We've said Jerry's name three times. Does that mean he magically appears in my ears? Magically appearing in your ear. That's me. It's Jerry. Yeah. I like that. I just wrote that. That was nice. That was nice. You going to sell that? Are you going to auto-tune next time? Like right off the... I don't... Bro, I do not auto-tune. This is uh, is all wrong. It worked out for T-Pain? It it really didn't because the brother's name is T-Pain. If I'm... Listen, let's go... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Jerry. Jerry, hold on. A few thoughts. Before you even go further, (laughs) first off, how much money has T-Pain made more than you? (laughs) Is T-Pain happy? You know where I'm at right now? Second, second, second. Why did it... Wait, first of all, no, no, no. Why did it go from... How well does it work out for T-Pain? We point out that he makes it much more money than you, and then you say, well, is he happy? I don't know if T-Pain's happy. I Have you heard T-Pain's about T-Pain's? I think T-Pain's doing Actually, well. I've heard from T-Pain pretty recently when he was on season one of The Masked Singer and won exactly. the whole damn thing. Exactly. With his He's own so voice. bad, they had to cover up his face. I don't have to cover up my face. I'm often You're on the radio, uh, on, Jerry. You, that's right. You I'm on your I, voice. Twitch. You're, you're not I'm on, on Twitch. Twitch. You can see me. Uh, I don't know. I want you to cover your face. Uh, Another group of people who should have been covering their faces. That's the Oklahoma City Thunder after the shooting performance they had tonight, Jerry. What happened in Milwaukee? Gross. You cannot win a game going 35-30 and is it 50? What was that free throw percentage? It was 52%. Oh, goodness gracious. You cannot win anything. You can't win uh, in the Big 12. You can't win in the West Coast Conference. Like, you can't win in the Edmund Memorial uh, Thanksgiving Turkey Bowl Invitational, what shooting about, 35, 30, and 50. You can't. Todd and Eddie's Invitational that they're hosting? Well, that hasn't happened yet. Once again, that's the thing. What T-Pain's happiness, that make-believe. TV's Jerry, the real deal. Anyway, Trademark. you can't. You cannot win shooting, and you can't. And, boy, I'll tell you what. I always kind of make up the, you know, uh, is he Cray, Gildress Alexander? Is he going to stay Gildress Alexander? Tonight, it was S. 
Gilders Alexander, and the S stood for something that I cannot say on these radio waves. So tragic. I was going to ask you about what you thought of SGA's performance tonight because I know that you're such a big fan of his and he kind of was lackluster. So how do you think that affected the overall game for the Oklahoma City Thunder? I'll tell you what, if it was a Broadway play, I'd get the understudy. I mean, I'm sorry. It ain't happening tonight. Well, they tried. They threw threw tail out there to finish out the, the third quarter and the bench had life. Well, I mean, and you're supposed to. Well, how many do Diallo is supposed to be a spark off the bench? Not much of a spark there. Still grabbing rebounds. I like what he's doing. Isaiah Roby. I thought, and I asked uh, Coach Dagnall about Isaiah Roby. I think that that kid is being. He's incredibly, uh, incredibly, incredibly stable. He, he's a kid that's going to come off the bench and do whatever you need. He's going to spot start if you need him and do whatever you need. That's the only guy I thought that had like a real positive game. And obviously the television crew uh, agreed with me. They gave him player of the game. But yeah, I mean, it started with SGA. Uh, I thought Dort saw the, uh, you know, Dort saw his three-pointer go down a little bit, and that was nice to see. But uh, it was it was a lot of bad. And I, I don't want to. I don't want to skip. I'll let you guys ask, but I also have a, a thought of on Baisley too. So, well, uh, thank you for not continuing with him because that was actually going to be my question. Um, but yeah, no, you don't really, have to lie, Matt. Really you you weren't going to ask about Baisley. No, really, this is why really I'm a pro. Was. This is why I'm a pro. I just didn't go on this long two paragraph deal. I opened it up <laughs> and let you guys have a breath. But thank you, for all, especially me up. you. Thank yes, you, for especially you, six A. Right. Let's go six eight. I was about to say you can't win in UConn, especially shooting those percentages. No, absolutely, I, I would know. I would know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I honestly just wanted your overall kind of thoughts on Darius Baisley throughout this year. To be honest, because to me, I mean, I'll, I'll get high on him one day, and then the next day, I'm just like, okay, well, what is what is what is this? Come high on, on what? Yeah, the Darius Baisley pack. That's what it is. Yeah, first and foremost, Matt, listen, unless you unless you have your card to get high on Baisley, I mean, just, no you know, kind of keep, yeah, right? wink, wink. keep it legal. I mean, that's uh, that's fine. That's why we all pass bills and pay taxes. Keep it legal if you're going to get high on Baisley. Uh, show Legalize your card. Baisley now. But <laughs> you said you want me to get all season? You want me to talk about Baisley all season? Well, I, really, just kind of, kind of your thoughts, because, I mean, I – Consistency is the biggest issue for me with with Darius Baisley because I can see it. You can kind of see, you know, the painting that is going to be Darius Baisley. But right now, uh, is it just really as simple as him being twenty years old? Like he just needs some consistency and some experience, really. What kind of painting is it? A Renoir? I mean, is it a Dolly? Do you have him as a Picasso? Or maybe something recent, pop art like uh, Andy Warhol. I don't know. There's all kind of paintings. And, uh, the, you know, or Frida Kahlo, which is a complete ripoff of her husband, who was the actual real artist. Anyway, uh, we'll get into all that in Jerry Ramsey's uh, art, uh, art, art appreciation <laughs> later Podcast on. Podcast coming no, to you. with TV's Jerry. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. You're welcome. There you go. And I and today I I'm I'm really impressed that you dressed for a game even though there wasn't one. Uh Darius basically the entire season, uh the expectations were there. He's supposed to be the the Robin to the uh to the Batman of uh Shea and it, it just hasn't worked out for him. It, he's not consistently the second best player on the team. He fluctuates back and forth and there's not like nights like tonight, Matt Burton, that I, I loved the tender moment that everybody thought on Twitter where Giannis is like, you know, what is he putting him under his, his leche and just like, oh, come here, little bird. Let me tell you about the future NBA. Let me tell you about Did you realize the, 
You didn't realize the rest of the game, every soft little shot that Baisley put up was like slapped to uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Like, I, I don't know what was going on there, and I, I honestly think it's a little gamesmanship. Oh, yeah, make him feel comfortable, whatever. Puts up a shot, and then, pap, it was out. My goodness. Uh, Baisley just has a lot of growing up all over the place, on and off the court, uh, as a young man trying to figure stuff out. You could see where he could probably be the first one to pop to be an angry young man. But, um, no, I mean, Darius can do everything. He can rebound. Uh, he can be a presence defensively. He can do all kind of stuff. But I, he's still trying to figure out his body. He's a young man. His body's growing. He's looking at certain things. And he just can't control them uh, like he's going to as a, as a real man here in a couple of years. Yeah, and basically what I heard from you, Jerry, is with, with the gamesmanship there, it's basically Giannis, Naomi Osaka, Andrew Kupo there as, as he's just... <laughs> <laughs> He's just putting him in a mental pretzel. But, Jerry, I have a theory that I, I'm trying to workshop here, and I feel like tonight proved it a little bit, but I want you to tell me if I'm just looking for some confirmation bias or what. So this Thunder team went through a lot of the year. They had, what, five or six straight games where they only played with eight guys because that was all they had available. Now that um, Coach Dagnall has basically his full complement, Sands, George Hill, I really feel like, and we kind of talked about this earlier today, that – he the, the Thunder team might dip while he has to re-figure out the rotations. Because, again, you mentioned earlier today Kenrich Williams came in a, a against Memphis and, and played a bunch of minutes, 24 minutes, I think, and was pretty empty on the stat sheet. He did that again. Justin Jackson only got six minutes. Do you think that the Thunder are going to have some midseason growing pains here over this next stretch, even though it's more manageable, while they have to work through the rotation? And Dagnalt, for the first time since the beginning of the season, really uh, actually has to to make decisions on the rotation as opposed to just playing the eight guys he has available. What haven't we talked about? We haven't talked about Dagnalt and like his his development as a coach, right? And, and once again, uh, I want to reference that I was on the the press conference with Dagnalt because that's how we do it here at the franchise. We get all in. We get our hands dirty. We're not scared uh, to to get a little gross, right? Uh, and I was asking about you know Roby and, and the development, and he talked about you know the consistency of what he's done and getting you know taking care of every chance and you know that's development, but. Where is the guy telling us about Dagnalt's uh, development? I mean, obviously, he's wearing the, the cute little spectacles, and we only talked to him a couple of years, and that's Presty. So, I mean, yeah, I think in situations like this where he has, you know, a full magazine ready to go, locked and loaded, how does he use it? And it's taking him, a, is, it's going to take him a little while to get his bearings because it's not just development at a point. You're playing NBA basketball, and you're trying to match up offensively and defensively. Every possession, like he talks about. So, I mean, it's cute. That's awesome that, uh, you know, Kendricks is being all those uh, damn minutes. But at some point, I mean, got to get out a guy out there that's going to have a spark, and it's going to be productive that does show up on the box score. I mean, if you want to be cutes about it, and I know how you guys, you you nerdy little, you know, you nerdy little kids love the analytics. Indeed, I mean, he was plus seven. He was plus seven in a single game, uh, you know, plus minus. But I mean, it, there's no meat. carne, okay? And that's late night for our listeners that are listening that are bilingual. I need the meat. Entiendes? You understand, Ryan. Yeah, here's some sabermetrics for you. Yes, I do. Uh, the Thunder were uh, minus 13 on the night. So uh, then t- take your Kenny Hustles plus seven and shove it straight into a minus 13 
performance <laughs> for the entire evening. Yeah, Jerry, I actually was listening to you and Ryan today. Um, what a great choice by you, by the that way. That was a great, great job. What a, I don't know. Do yeah, oh, look, I know, Christine, I know, Christine, you're an adult, and you make adult decisions nowadays. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, that is a great adult, situ- uh, great adult situation you put yourself into, listening to me and Ryan. That is... You know what? Proud Thank you, you, Jerry. Proud of you. Thank you. This is like the nicest compliment I've ever give, gotten from you, and it's basically <laughs> happens every based time we get on, on the radio together. Every yeah, single time, on it's me development. To your show, but I, what I thought was you know really interesting was how you guys were talking about Mark Dagnalt's game management, and like you were talking about with Kenrick Kenrich. Guys, his name is Kenrich. Can we? There we go. He's big and rich. It's easy. It's easy. Kenrich. Kenrich. Ken Kenny Williams. Hustle. Kenny Hustle, how he was getting Think so many minutes all for the his money. output, right? And versus um, Justin Jackson, who's you know I think was more effective for the minutes that he was getting. And then you even look at tonight. You know we're trying to see, look at this quote unquote developmental Thunder team. Mark Donalds talked a lot about being consistent throughout the entire game and playing a full forty eight minutes. And I told Ryan and Matt in the first segment that this is the most consistent shooting night they've had because they scored 20 points in the first quarter, 22 in the second quarter, (laughs) 20 in the third quarter, and 23 in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, he got one of his most consistent nights in basketball. It was just bad. What do you think about that? That's a, first of all, what a great breakdown by you. You know, and if you're going to suck, suck consistently. That, that, that's exactly you what go. you're supposed to do. I really do think that, uh, I mean, I mean, make no mistake. This is, you know, a team, the teams that matched up a couple of days ago. And so, you know, they st- sort of still had a feel for what each other were going to do. So it was going to be ugly. It's going to be an ugly game just because of, you know, this time of year with the trade stuff going on and the all-star game stuff going on. And so it, it's just going to be an ugly game in that itself. But Milwaukee was embarrassed when they came to Oklahoma City. And remember how good defensive or how good offensively uh they're rated, and especially before they came to Oklahoma City. I think they made up their mind that they were really going to, you know, try to put the clamps on Oklahoma City. They did. They got them down uh you know quite a bit. But uh once again it's that damn forty eight minutes. It's you know, a team that will play forty eight minutes will be a pain in Mars every single time. You get what I'm saying? Don't mess with Mars. They're drilling. They're going to drill. They need to frack on Mars. Uh, Jerry, last one for me here. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm not even going to touch whatever you're saying about Mars. Um, I was going to say, though, the Mars rover was visible the other day. Did you know that? No, yeah, I saw it. I did not. I saw it. I didn't. Oh, you didn't see it. I'm ready for all the conspiracy... Like takes. Bring them on. I'm ready for it all. There's no way you saw it. So this, yeah, I'm very active on Twitter, Jerry. This came off of, uh, <laughs> our good friend at Todd on Franchise. He tweeted out a photo that I'm sure is completely real. A certain senator appeared to be on Mars with yeah, yeah, Cruz. Yeah, Cruz got one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I wanted to. Okay, feel free to plug your uh, your podcast and your uh, your Twitch or here not. or not just whatever. the Twitch. You're the Twitch, really, Jerry. Go ahead. Because I'm about to bring up one of your co-hosts. Oh, what am I doing here? That I, every day I'm from uh, 11 to 3 with uh, Dylan no, Buckingham? No, no, no. Uh, you're, uh, what are Brandon we doing? Rabar is who I'm bringing up. Gosh, John, I am so sorry. I yes, didn't know what you were Twitch, doing. Oh, exclusively Twitch. on Twitch. Stop. We are yes. now on Anchor, and we're available oh, on Spotify. There we go. And uh, iTunes and all that stuff. The Old Man Game with John Hamm and Brandon Rabar uh, from the Daily Thunder. Three old dudes giving it to you at one time. That was perfect. Good, good plug, Jack. Good plug. Um, Do you need but, someone to manage your marketing? Because <laughs> no, he he nailed it. 
nailed it. <laughs> he nailed it. Um, from one former player to another, you nailed it, Jerry. Uh, no, but Brandon yes, Rabar is going after Kendrick Perkins a little bit on Twitter, and we love Brandon Rabar here. I've never met him, but we follow each other on Twitter, so we're basically good buds. Um, Absolutely. But <laughs> he's going after Perk a little bit for having John Morant over Shea Gilgis Alexander for. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, for Western Conference All-Star, All-Star Reserve yeah. uh, said that Shea leads him in basically every category. Um, I want your take on this. And also, Brandon says that SGA leads him in potential assists. So I would like for you to explain to me <laughs> what the hell potential assists is. is he's, better, he's better at him at, at plays that almost happened? What is, what is that? That, 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 that could, that could possibly happen. Is that, next yeah. season will be better. Plays that almost that happened. He was, he was better. Okay, cool. If you would have passed the ball, that would have been an assist. Right. Listen, Brendan Rabard does a hell of a job of uh, analytically like breaking down a ton of stuff. And let, let me tell you something about Brandon. I don't mind uh, ruffling his hair. Well, first of all, it's gorgeous. Uh, I couldn't, but you know, if I if I had a chance with this, I would. Because you know how what, tall she is, is better. Brandon? He is five foot one, maybe. Uh, anyway. <laughs> He is right about the numbers with SGA. SGA is better in every single number. There's a reason. John John hasn't played as much as Shea. John has been injured, and John, you know, doesn't have some of the raw numbers that Shea does. But it just comes down to, and people hate this. How many times has Shea been on national television this year? Has anybody got that number? I believe it's zero. That'd be a big zip, zero, nada. There are no expectations from Shea. There's no expectations from the Oklahoma City Thunder. So no one really does give, I don't know, one, two dams about Shea, okay? And and in the fan voting, Alex Caruso, like, got more votes than Shea. So it's just, it's not Shea's year to be that guy yet. Jaw has absolutely captured the NBA, thanks to Zion being hurt, he got a lot of that rookie buzz whenever, you know, he was a rookie. And so people want to see Jaw. So if Kendrick, you know, Perkins has Jaw above SGA, he just does. This is not the year to be bickering about all-star stuff. Put the damn numbers up, and then next year, if somebody starts to get a little feather up their butt and wants to put the thunder on national television, then we can start talking. But right now, SGA, just like Devin Booker a couple of years back, just like Bradley Beal a couple of years back, I mean, just name your snub. Happens every year. If you want to say that SGA is snubbed, that's fine. But the truth of the matter is, he's not an all-star. You know, when you have to watch the Thunder play off of Fox Sports Go app, then yeah, I think it's pretty difficult to see SGA play on a a regular basis. Some Oklahomans can't watch him. <laughs> so, so there you go. If he was that damn great, don't you think they'd have him on television a lot more? I just, I, I listen. I, I understand the frustration if you're a Thunder fan and if you're an SGA fan. That yeah, the raw numbers are there for him. You know, if the if we played on a computer and if we played robots, you know, he would be one of the robots playing. That's not how it works out. You got to see personality. You got to see guys that people want to see and sell shoes and all that stuff. It's just a part of the game. It's a dog and pony show. Hey, SJ would dominate that theoretical vacuum that we want to pretend basketball is played in. Last one for us, Jerry, before we head out for this segment. So, you're they. Do you hear that, Allison? It's the last one for me. Get ready. Oh.
gosh. I, I <laughs> should save Alex from trouble and keep you on for another hour. But the Thunder exceeded expectations through the first you know, 20 games of the season, but now they have dropped six of their last seven. They look to be all out of sorts, and, and what should have been the manageable part of the schedule coming up is now looking like, uh, like I, I'm curious how the Thunder are going to fare. They're playing teams like Cleveland, a struggling Miami, San Antonio, the Hawks, who are awful because... Nothing can, you know, nothing good can you? happen in Atlanta. Like, are you worried about what this next stretch could look like? Because uh, the close games have been great. They've been um, therapeutic. They've been a source of optimism for Thunder fans when you're playing people like Los Angeles and Denver. If the Thunder are losing close games to Cleveland and Miami right now and Atlanta, like, uh, are you worried that the Thunder fan base, they're really going to have to turn their opinion on, on what the progress has been this season? I'm worried about the damn Thunder fan base. They're fine. I mean, it is what they are. I mean, you know what? You know what? I will say attendance has been really crappy from the Thunder fan base this year. Well, they so, need Blake Griffin. <laughs> so, I mean, it just, this is, it's, it's just hard getting through this entire season for everybody. Coaches, players, uh, the league, everybody's having an issue with what's going on. So, um, there aren't any expectations. If you were going to have a fallout like this, you might as well have one where you don't have to worry about attendance and whatever. And they do a pretty good job of keeping the Thunder, you know, in the spotlight here in Oklahoma City. I mean, people still love their Thunder and what have you. So I know I'm not worried about expectations and all that stuff. And they're going to surprise you and have a really good overtime game or double overtime game. Uh, you saw them punch their own weight with uh, Memphis play a team with a similar talent level and they stayed with them and just they they lost their legs on the second night of a back to back so i now i don't i don't have any issues this this team plays 48 minutes and the city loves a team that you know that works hard thunder ran out Trey of young oh Trey young with 36 sorry we're going back capella to with uh 31 and 15 it's the, oh it's the real all that's the real gosh. number two i'm i'm starting to Man. i'm i'm reworking my hawks rankings i'm thinking it's collins one Capella to Trey three, but more on that at a later time. Jerry, you you have alerted Mrs. Ramsey that you are coming, so uh, unfortunate for her. We We're at to, DefCon four, baby. We, we have to let you go, Jerry. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we will talk to you next time. And you can you know listen to him Monday on his normal time slot, eleven to three. Hopefully Kelly's back from court. We got free Kelly more. Greg. Yeah, free Kelly Greg. We've got one <laughs> more ya. segment left here on the franchise first take thunder post game show. Mister Burton's going to take us around the association we're going to look ahead and we're going to marvel at Giannis Antetokounmpo one last time all that and more coming up on 77 of the franchise welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder first take Thunder post game show presented by totallytickets.com on 1077 the franchise and 1079 the franchise Tulsa Look, the Thunder fell tonight, 98-85, to but I think that we should all keep our heads up around here in Thunderland because the last time the Thunder went to Milwaukee before the All-Star break, oh my God, the Thunder posted their worst loss in franchise history, 40-plus points. It was ugly, so this is progress. This is your franchise first take Thunder postgame show. I am Ryan Chapman, joined by Christine Butterfield and Matt Burton. And now, guys, it's Matt's time to shine. Normally, people toss it to Matt saying something something like hey can you take us around the association and that's fine and i like that but matt i just really want to know hey, where's ja 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 was in memphis tonight oh okay Ooh. sorry it's most of the time most of the time about half half the games that he plays 
And they won 109 to 95 against Jerry's Detroit Pistons. Terrible result for the Thunder. Terrible result. Terrible. Yeah, the Pistons need to win more. Need to win more to help out the Thunder. But John Jerry, what Morant, do you think? Oh, wait, he's not here. <laughs> John Morant, 29 points, four assists, three boards. Jonas Valanciunas, 17 points and 15 boards. Um, I was trying to see what Jeremy Grant did. Ah, 16 points. Leading score. Scrub. Yeah. Yeah, not that great. Kidding. Not kidding. that great. He's, he's, been, he's been great this year. Can't another get no score, another score that's not good for the Thunder. Orlando Magic beat the Golden State Warriors tonight in Orlando, 124 to 120. Steph Curry had 29 points, 11 assists. Nikola Vucevic, I love this guy. One of my favorites. 30 points, 10 assists, 16 rebounds for a triple double he's for again. Vucevic. So anyone that's decent needs to go and get Vucevic. Seriously. Like, he's, I want to see him play meaningful basketball. Seriously. That is no joke. Someone take him, please. <laughs> the uh, Denver Nuggets get a win in Cleveland tonight, 120-103 to 103 against the Cavaliers. Jamal Murray, a historic night, 50 points, and the only player in NBA history to have 50 points and not shoot a free throw. Just incredible. Incre- I was going to say, just wow. incredible. Shot 21 of 25 from the field, 8 of 10 from three. Just in a different kind of zone. Like that's impossible. I just don't know how when you're on when you're putting up fifty. How do you not get a single superstar? Star call? <laughs> right. Like exactly. I don't care who you are. If you're going off like that, the refs need to blow the whistle at least one damn time for you. Right. There was like there wasn't a technical. There wasn't yeah. a, a defensive three seconds in the lane to get a free throw. Nothing. Nope. Good for him though. That's a that's insane. Honestly. Do you think at one point he started actively avoiding free throws? He's like, I'm I'm just like, gonna, let's see if I can do this. Yeah, let's see if I can do it. He's like, you know what? I'll lean into contact, but like, you don't need to call it. Right. You know, like yeah. I, I just Good. want the practice. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Good. Exactly. Um, the Boston Celtics get a win. In Boston tonight, sorry, Ryan, against the Atlanta, Fal- Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Hawks. Whoop. That would have been more impressive if they beat the Falcons. Well, I'm sure if they beat the Falcons, it'd be in some dramatic fashion. Be <laughs> right. But, hey, the, look, the Hawks got the game Some insane comeback. Uh, 129-109, or 121-109. Uh, Kimball Walker, 28 points, lead the way for the Celtics. And Trey Young with 31 points and 11 assists. Oh, and a loss, wow. And a loss. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers win against the Chicago Bulls in Philly tonight, 112-105. to Zach Levine had 30, and Joel Embiid had 50 and 17 boards. That, pretty impressive. Joel Embiid this year taking another step. Good for him. He's wilding out. He really is. Good even, for him. Even I can't hit on Joel Embiid this year, and I'd really like to. Just can't it's, do it. it's one of his favorite pastimes. The people don't know, but it really is. <laughs> Hating on Joel Embiid? Yeah. Nice. I just nice. like it. Well, hey, we all have a couple of players that we just hate for no reason. Oh, no, there's plenty of reason to hate him. All he does is whine on social media. I'm just like, okay. Hey, if we're, we already we already went through this, but if you're gonna hate on him for whining on social media, you might as well just hate on Kevin Durant too. No. Kevin Durant used they're to be They're in the great. same. They're Kevin in the Dur- same field to he, me. Kevin Durant a- used to be great at social media. He still is kind so of. So here's the thing that Kevin Durant Before has burners, done so. that Joel Embiid hasn't, and that's win something. No, I'll show you a couple of Kevin Durant tweets. Some older tweets that. He's one of the best NBA Twitter people. Oh, I love post pod talk. Okay, go of ahead. All time. Post talk. <laughs> uh, the Phoenix Suns get a win in New Orleans tonight, one thirty-two to one fourteen. Chris Paul, fifteen points, nineteen assists tonight for Chris Paul. Whoo! Uh, Brandon Ingram, twenty-five to lead. Dishing the out the ball Pelicans. tonight. Yes, he was. Serious question: How much MVP consideration should Chris Paul get this season? 
Eh, if they if they stay around like the fifth seat like they were last year, then probably the same they did last year. Like like a honorable mention kind of gotcha. thing. I think like a fourth, fifth, right? Yeah, yeah like I'm, just outside the guys that should win it. But yeah, I'm in the same boat as Matt. Probably like more of an honorable mention type deal. Probably the same. Probably the same as he did with the Thunder last year. Like, hey, this guy did great. Like, he's the reason they're really good. Good, jo- good yeah. job, Chris. Way to not get hurt. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a couple games in progress. The Clippers are ahead of the Jazz. Jazz going for 10 straight tonight. Ahead of the Jazz, 57 to 49 in LA. And the Timberwolves are about to lose. About 20 seconds left in probably an uglier game than, <laughs> than we watched tonight in Oklahoma City. Uh, the Toronto Raptors are up 84 to 81. Yikes! With 18 seconds left in the game. There's still hope. So mm-hmm. neither of the teams have outscored the Thunder yet. And uh, one of them about to win. Oh, Toronto just scored to make 86. Uh-oh. Uh, it's a barn burner. Uh, there we go. Points, points, points. And first, that first one to 90 wins. was around the association. All right. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, it was an ugly one tonight. And the Thunder, the road ahead does get easier for them, though. They, they had this awful stretch um, where they played pretty well, pushed a lot of teams, but ultimately only beat the Bucks. Ahead of, of them now, though, you've got Cleveland on Sunday. That's in Cleveland before the Thunder return home for a little homestand. They'll host the Heat on Monday, who have been struggling. The Spurs on Wednesday, who continue to just uh, you know, push for a playoff spot without having a single player on the roster that you can name. And like I said, the Hawks on Friday to finish out the week. Uh, Christine, four games this week. What would you consider a success for the Thunder in these four games? I mean, I think it would be ideal if they won a couple at home. <laughs> to me. Because I feel like they're so a better the team. the home games? Yeah, I think that gotcha. they're a better team on the road than they are at home. So... I would I would like to see them win at least one of those at home. Gotcha, Matt. What do you have your eyes on one of these games? Is the Thunder gotta win this? I do. I have my eyes on the on a game, but not one that they like have to win. Uh, gotcha. I have the Heat game as a win win for Indeed. the Thunder. Uh, yeah. For the, for, if you're a fan of the tank, that is what we call a win win. If Oklahoma City wins, hey, another loss for the Heat and that unprotected pick. If the Heat win. Hey, that just another loss for the Thunder. It is a win-win. I'm going to say it's a win-win-win because then you get to see Brady Trantham, right. obviously, just in just his great fashion of being very um, what's the, passionate, being very passionate during a Thunder Miami Heat game. So that's yeah. a win-win-win for the franchise. Uh, I always think Brady handles himself well in those matchups. I, mm-hmm. I really think the Thunder need to win against Cleveland because the bottom has fallen out on the sixth land backcourt uh they i believe i saw today they are now the least efficient offense and defense in the national oh, basketball nice. association but somehow not 30th in the net rating i don't i don't understand how that works but um yeah that's a game that cleveland is a very very bad basketball team so i would like the thunder cuz the thunder are a step above the league's worst they are they have a roster built not to win but the players are trying and in the year of the development they need to be beating the absolute total bottom feeders. They need to be the best of the seller in the NBA this season, in my opinion. But guys, uh, final thoughts on tonight's game. I, like For me, it was just another one of those nights where Giannis went off, and it was just a lot of fun to see him go just basically nuclear. Yeah, for me, I I mean, the Thunder just couldn't get their shots to fall. And I think it's something we're used to seeing at this point where 
they make shots in the fourth quarter that they missed in the first. And it's not that they're, you know, their shot selection is bad in the first quarter. It's just that they tend to get them to fall when the game's more on the line. So I don't really know what that is saying. But again, when you're playing someone like Giannis, it's just practically impossible to guard him. And he's just going to go off. And there's practically nothing you can do about it. So it was just kind of fun to see Giannis get to do everything that we love to watch him do. Exactly. It's a uh, it's a throw your hands up. Like, okay, well, well, like, you know, okay. Giannis, well. Giannis was being Giannis. And uh, as far as watching the tape back, let's just let's just throw the tape out on this game. 85 points in a NBA basketball game is not going to win you many. Yeah, here's how you fix it. Make some shots. Yeah, that's e- easy. Make some shots. Anyway, that is Matt Burton and Christine Butterfield. I am Ryan Chapman. Be sure you tune in tomorrow to 107.7 The Franchise. The Oklahoma Sooners basketball team head to Ames, Iowa. That game is at 5 p.m. You can listen to every single minute of that as well as pregame here on The Franchise. Pregame starts at 4.30. The game, like I said, starts at 5. Shout out to Toby Rowland and the entire OU Network crew who do a great job with that. And then Come on back on Monday for your regularly scheduled and hopefully thawed programming. This has been your Thunder First Take postgame show as Oklahoma City Falls 98-85 to to the Milwaukee Bucks. For Christy Butterfield, for Matt Byrne, I'm Ryan Chapman. Have a good night, Oklahoma.